Welcome to Real World, a podcast from Stuma West for soon-to-be college graduates and young professionals who desire to walk faithfully with Jesus in the real world. I'm Logan, and I'm here with my good friends, Dave and Adrian. Yo, how we doing? Yep. Hey. The three of us work in college ministry, and we all have a deep passion for coming alongside soon-to-be college grads and recent grads to help them faithfully follow Jesus in their workplace, in their family, in their city, and, and beyond. Yeah, I'm pumped about what we got going on here. I'm pumped about real well because over the years, there's one particular kind of conversation I've had dozens of times with people. It comes from someone who has just entered some kind of transition in their life. And I asked them, so how's it been? And in these particular conversations, they'll lead off with, you know, a sigh, their eyes widen real big and they kind of look down or, or maybe they maybe they start off positive and they kind of smile and tell me it's been good. But eventually they get to the this big, man, it's been different. Or man, it's it's, it's been difficult. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Do you, have yeah. you guys had you guys have had this conversation? Oh, yeah, as well? I've, probably, I've probably had that look on my face before. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. Me too. They say, and they talk about their job. They talk about their new marriage and the new city they live in, and then they always immediately launch into all the ways it's been challenging for them. And this particular in these situations, this particular college grad or young professional is thriving in one setting, and then when things change, their talking points seemingly shift, seemingly all of a sudden to. I mean, I don't know if I love my church. It just doesn't have anything for me. Or, man, I miss having actual community around me. Or I haven't had consistent time in the Word in weeks, man. My schedule's just been crazy. Or I just want someone to come alongside me and help me grow. Yeah, You, you guys have had these conversations. Oh, yeah. can identify I've, with that. Not only have I seen that a bunch, but I've probably even caught myself slipping into some of those statements that you just mentioned. So that's kind of convicting too. Yeah, it's, it's a common thing for someone who's either they're about to graduate or they just graduated college or entering into some kind of new season of their life. It happens all the time. Yeah, no doubt. And, and it's going to be awesome in the future of this podcast. We're going to dive into all kinds of topics ranging from the likes of finding a new a local church, uh, navigating the happy hour scene, sharing your faith in the workplace, how to make friends as an adult and, and so much more. And, and it's it's really going to be sweet. Adrian, what's been your experience doing life alongside people in the real world? Like how, how have you seen yourself or friends in your life either successfully or unsuccessfully navigate the real world? Well, you know, I've worked for Stumo ever since I've graduated. So I'll admit that I've never had that, you know, like quote unquote corporate job before, yeah. but I've experienced the real world in multiple moves. I've lived in three different states since I've graduated college and that's a lot of transition. You've been a nomad. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of been a nomad. Doing my taxes is so not fun. Um, but I've, you know, and living in those different states, I had to navigate finding a church in each of those places, finding community in both of those places and finding a sphere of influence where I can make disciples in each of those places. And that can be overwhelming and not only overwhelming, but exhausting. And when you don't have people to do that alongside with, it can just be draining. And I don't want that for you guys because I've been there. I've made mistakes there. And so I'm really excited about this podcast of just giving helpful tips so that we can help people in that transition. Yeah. And today we're going to kick off this podcast by talking about what it actually looks like to launch from college into the real world. So Dave, before we go too much further, will you give us just a broad overview of what, what you think it looks like for someone to be launched from college into the real world, that transition period? Yeah, absolutely. So for, for most people who come to Christ, it, it looks something like this. Someone shares the gospel with you, whether you are a, a young child or your freshman year of college or just a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, someone shared the gospel with you and you made the decision to follow Jesus. And then through the Holy Spirit, uh, the word of God and a community of believers in your life, you began to put down roots in your spiritual life and you began to make decisions that are obedient to Christ. You began to learn more about who he is, learn truths about the gospel. Uh, you're reading the Bible for the first time, you're praying. Uh, and we like to call this uh, some form 
form of establishing. Yeah, you're being like established in your faith. Exactly. You're getting kind of the basics. You're understanding what does it mean to be a Christian in general. And from there, you begin to grow more. You begin to learn skills of how to read and how to study scripture in depth and things like, hey, what does it mean to share my faith? How do I do that with people? Why do I do that with people? How do I memorize scripture? How do I let the Bible influence how I lead my daily life? And how do I build convictions? And we call that, in, at least in Stumo, who I work for, is equipping. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, you're equipped to then don't go turn around and take those things and lead others. You're equipped to go lead Bible studies. You're equipped to go teach other people how to do all those things, too. Yeah, that multiplicative faith of the, hey, go and make disciples of all nations. And then critically for us, dealing with college ministry, what inevitably happens is that people graduate and move on off of the campus and then move back to the city they grew up in or they get a new job somewhere on the coast or wherever they're going and we export them out. So we have all these E's if you want to stick with the, the illustration, but really what exporting or launching, whatever you want to call it, looks like is that you're launched out into the real world, hence the name of the podcast. And now it's just you. Like there's no weekly ministry meeting. It's just you, a new city, new church, new community that, you, that this community might not even recognize you the first time you walk into a church. And for a lot of people, they went from this really tight, close-knit community of believers who were trying to make a difference on their campus, trying to share the gospel and be salt and light on at their university. And then all of a sudden, they're just one of a dozen or a hundred or a thousands of people, depending on the size of your church, in this new community of believers. I, I know I've caught myself and I've heard plenty of people saying like, man, it's just so different from what my experience was in college. And again, that's one of our hopes with this podcast is to help uh, each other and help all of our listeners navigate through this huge transition in all of these different areas of life. And it's not just a college thing. I think a lot of our listeners will be going through that as their biggest transition, whether they are coming up to it or have just now experienced it. But really what we want the principles that we talk about to be are applicable for any tra- any life transition that you're going to go through. You know, what do you do when you're the first of your friends to get married? You know, the rest of your friends are single and living the single life and you're now married to a spouse that you love and is awesome and is pointing you towards Christ. We hope we'll talk about that in a future episode. But what do you do when you are now in a different season? How do you follow God and be faithful in that? Or uh, maybe you're the first one um, to get a new job and to move into a new city. Or maybe you're the first one to become a parent. And the rest of your life is going to be marked by transition. It's not going to be the same thing. You're not going to plug in and get on track and it's going to be the same thing until you die. Like, What are you going to do one day in the future when you retire? That'll be another transition down the road. When you when your kids are going off to college and you're an empty nester, life is going to be a consistent pursuit of following Jesus when things are all new and different around you. And you know what I think a lot of people don't think about is you may physically not be going through a transition, but maybe the close majority of your friends are going through a transition. I remember when I was single and a lot of my roommates were getting married at the time. And so all my friends were transitioning to this next stage of marriage. And I was just, you know, still in the same place, still in the same job. And I was like, okay, got to find new roommates again, got to find new roommates. So not much of my life changed, but because my friend's life were transitioning, it was in a it was affecting me and I was transitioning as well. And so I think that's just good to remember is we're going to have transitions in life, whether we chose them ourselves or someone else chose them and we are affected by it. So the question is, how are we going to respond when transition inevitably comes? Yeah. And then the hope is ultimately that you're not just ready to go get a good job after college. Ultimately, our hope for each of our listeners is that as they enter into any new season, that they have the conviction and the ability and the heart to decide to pursue Christ and be obedient no matter what. Yeah. Because because once we do that, the ability to adapt into a new season and thrive, like to, to live faithfully trusting Christ and enjoying him and being obedient is going to come naturally. 
because ultimately our heart is going to be in the right place. And then the applicable, the, the practical applicable things will just fall into place. Yeah, it's huge. Our, our faith isn't just a college thing. It's not just sharing your faith isn't just a, a college ministry thing. Studying the Bible isn't just a summer project in my college ministry thing. It's something that we're going to take with us through the rest of our lives. And I've had that conversation with people like, oh, dude, yeah, I remember when I used to do that. I go, well, why don't you do that anymore? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what? Why, why did you used to do it? You know, it's like, if, if you think it's such a good thing, like, why didn't you continue doing it? And I feel for him. You know, I, I get it that things are different in a new context or there's no one else around you doing it. Your church isn't offering you training in that point. There's no one meeting with you one-on-one like they, you might've had involved in that campus ministry for your four years. Like there's no one personally discipling. You might have to go and ask a pastor, Hey, can we get lunch sometime soon? He goes, yeah, I'm free in four weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you may, and you're gonna have to feed yourself more. There are very real, like different challenges and transitions, but ultimately, man, we have what we need in Christ. We have what we need in his word. And that's what we hope to unpack for you guys as we go throughout. And you know, what I think is really comforting in this is we aren't alone in feeling this way. I mean, let's just think about the disciples. It's like they were captured from their own working environments to follow Jesus. They said, yes, they followed him. They learned all of these tools of how to grow in their faith and got to follow Jesus, the Messiah himself. And then Jesus left. He, he died, he rose again, and then he ascended back into heaven and the disciples were left without Jesus. But Jesus said he gave them something even better. He gave them the Holy Spirit. And so I think we can look to the disciples and how they lived their lives and how they handled that transition. Because I mean, that was a really big transition. And so I can only imagine how they felt in that and losing a personal, physical, tangible relationship with Jesus. But we got something even better, the Holy Spirit. And so I'm just comforted by that, knowing that, hey, I'm equipped for whatever transition may come because I have the Holy Spirit in my life. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad that you brought up the Holy Spirit. And it really is true. I think think if I put myself in the disciples' shoes in that situation, I'm like, yeah, Jesus, I get what you're saying. But like, to have you sitting right here next to me, like I can't really imagine something that could be better than that. Uh, but we really, we have the actual presence of God living in us that is going to build us up, sanctify us and equip us to do all of these things throughout, throughout the rest of our lives, whether it is studying the Bible, praying, sharing our faith, living life in community. It is truly a gift. And so I, I think, again, our desire with this podcast is to for sure provide some pragmatic, practical insight, but all the while, leaning really deeply into the spirit and really deeply into the word of God. But Dave, as we talk about um, transitions, man, what do you think are some potential challenges or temptations that come with seasons like that? One big challenge, first thing that comes to mind is, man, how do I find the right church? Like I'm, I'm going to this new city or maybe I'm going back to a city I grew up in and I might have to have the conversation of, well, I grew up in a church that, you know, I didn't love or wasn't teaching the Bible faithfully. How do you do that? How do you navigate where to actually find good community in a church and where to actually find teaching that's going to feed you and put you in a position to continue to live on mission that's going to train you. Uh, You have to deal with, man, and once I'm in that church, how do I find the people who are going to be my close-knit friends? How do I find people that maybe were so easy to find in a campus ministry setting or uh, in a small group setting at your church and college or wherever or the previous city you lived in? And now, man, I have to start this process all over again. How do I rebuild from ground zero the trust that I had with these people. I felt that for sure in times that I've moved. Yeah. And I know for me, I've seen just a lot of my friends really just wrestle with convictions. And I wrestled um, with this too myself, but it was, I was in a college ministry. A lot of people around me had the same convictions or so I thought, and then we all graduate and then people are all doing different things. And so I had to go back to the Bible of, okay, 
where am I getting my convictions from? Is it from another godly person? Is it from like a requirement? Or is it truly from scripture and from the Lord and from my own personal relationship with him? And so I think that is a huge temptation too, is just to look to another um, believer and just base your conviction off of them because that's not a good way to build conviction at all. Yeah, I think kind of hand in hand with that for me, one of, one of my struggles has just been, okay, I learned in college how to share my faith with college students. I learned in college how to make disciples in my fraternity where everybody looks the same as me, talks the same as me, does all the same things as me, lives in the same physical building as me. And now I step into the real world and I'm like, okay, dang, how do I contextualize all these things that I learned how to do in college with other college students? And how do I take it into a real world setting where I'm now interacting with people that are like 30, 40 years older than me, that are from different countries than me, that are like have totally different life experiences than me that I just can't naturally relate to as well. How do I take some of these things that I've learned in college and and contextualize it to the real world? Yeah. And where do you do ministry? It's like, is your primary mission field going to be your workplace? Is it going to be your gym? Is it going to be the people in your apartment complex or your neighbors if you have a home? Is it going to be your family? Do Did you get married young and um, start a family young? There's so many ways where you could be making disciples and it, or maybe it is the college campus. Maybe you have a job yeah. where you're able to get back to the college campus because your heart is there. It's like, I have no idea where God might be calling you and asking you to be faithful to make disciples, but there's just so many options of how to do that. Yeah. And with the training that a lot of people receive, they can often feel lost as to, and how does this actually apply? Because some people take it directly and stride and go, well, this is what I was doing in college. I'll just keep doing it in the real world. And other people take it and go, well, I was only trained to do this in this specific application. Yeah, my what, campus what minister didn't tell me how to make disciples in my accounting yeah, firm. Exactly. Well, what, what do I do in this super specific situation that I'm now put in? And it can become difficult to, to, abstract those things out of what you were doing before and put them into a new process. Another danger with that is some bitterness or resentment that can come up with, hey, no one prepared me to do this. They just were concerned about growing their thing in that college ministry. They didn't really care about me exporting out. I've had that conversation with people. And I've, you know, that that's a that can be a fair uh that can be a, a fair topic of conversation. And it's in part why we're even on this podcast right now having these conversations. So yeah. Exactly. And man, I, yeah, I, I want to avoid that as much as possible because man, the, the minute that you start playing the blame game, and this will be another episode that we talk about later on, the minute you start taking the blame game and saying, man, my life is hard because no one prepared me for this and start blaming the hardships that you're having in your walk with God and the time that you've transitioned. And you're dealing with not just feeling unprepared, but also feeling bitter and unprepared. Yeah. And you'll notice that we're not going to provide a whole lot of solutions right here right now. We're going to leave some cliffhangers because like you mentioned, Dave, we're going to dive into episodes solely dedicated to a lot of these challenges. One other one that comes to mind for me is probably a less overtly spiritual one, more of a, a pragmatic one, but even just like how to handle my finances. Like if you didn't grow up having a ton of personal finance education throughout elementary school, middle school, high school, even into college, like how do I, now that I'm in the real world, I'm making more money than I've ever made before. What do I do with it? Like how much do I give? Questions like that have been running through my mind of how do I navigate this side of my life as well? So I'm excited to dive into some of that too. And we're going to hit it all, guys. We're going to hit dating. We're going to hit sharing your faith in the workplace. We're going to hit how to find the right spouse. We're going to hit how do I move well? How do I find a good church well? How do I deal with myself or one of my friends deconstructing? All of these things and more. I'm so excited to dive in with you guys. I am too. And I know the three of us, we won't be here every single episode, but we have some friends that are partnering with us in this and we're going to have new guests on each week. So we are so excited. You'll be hearing from a new face, a new voice every single week as we dive into what it's like to launch out into the real world. 
yeah, I'm, I'm fired up. We're going to try and put some people in front of you guys that are experts in these areas. But we appreciate you guys tuning in to this first episode of Real World. We pray that you'll take this knowledge and any knowledge that we unpack going forward and turn it into action that's going to lead to a full life of following Jesus faithfully in the real world. 